0: Hobby Addicts no It's time for Hobby Addicts. And now, here are your Anime Addicts.
1: Hobby Addicts is back. Welcome to Hobby Addicts episode 279 on. September 19th, I'm your host Mitsuki, and Mason is here, he's very excited, the Bears won today, doesn't they happen did, often.
2: They did, oh my goodness, they, the Bears beat the Bengals, which oh any other year would be not impressive, and this year, it is also still not impressive, so.
1: <laughs> the Bengals, not good.
2: Yep, okay. <laughs> Another news from a decade ago.
1: In other news, we have Caroline here as well, and I don't think she cares about football. Caroline, how are you? Um,
0: um okay. Um, you know, football isn't really my biggest hobby, though. I, 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 can, I can appreciate watching a game, eating some food, just not what I do usually.
1: <laughs> All right. And of course, I'm Mitsugi, and I am here in my underwear, as I, as I do. I am actually in my underwear right now. It's fantastic. Oh, that's not the right drop. Yeah, All right, where did well, that come from? What are we doing on Hobby Addicts today? I'm going to talk about a concert that I went to, and wow, what a night of paranoia and chaos. So that'll be uh, interesting. Caroline's going to talk about her bridal shower. Oh, it's going to be so cute. There's going to be yeah, I've
0: been food. so busy this past week getting things together for that, and it was yesterday, so. Yeah, I'll talk a little bit about that, considering that was basically my life this week.
1: All right, well, before you talk about that, I'm going to guess three things that ladies would want to have at a bridal shower. And we're going to see how many of them I can guess. And then Mason's playing video games. We were here, the video game, so we'll talk about that. I feel like I should talk about this at this concert, because it was a chaotic night of uh, epic proportions, I should say ups and downs a tale of two halves I would say so I got out of work on what dance Gavin dance is my uh, my girlfriend's favorite band and they came to um, Denver very nice venue called the mission ballroom that is uh we'll talk about which we'll get to later
2: but do you know much about dance Gavin dance Mitsuki? can I drill you on like questions about her favorite albums and era of that band
1: I know it's post hardcore um I don't know a great deal about the band's like bet. history. I know they've been okay. around for like over ten years. And
2: I guess let me ask this: Does Pancake prefer
1: early DGD or late era DGD? I don't know. Um, I am actually not sure, but she likes the new album quite a lot. So, okay, just uh, I think she if, likes I all guess, of it. Okay,
2: essentially, uh, for those who care even the slightest bit, essentially dance, Gavin and dance. The first, like, five years or six years had a very distinct singer. They've always had two singers, but their clean singing and, like, harsh singing were always done by two different people. Yeah. And their first, like, half of their era, which we would call, like, the Johnny Craig era, uh, was with that clean singer. And he has a very distinct voice. It's very sultry and silky and he, there's a whole lore and legend behind yeah, this guy.
1: and he did a lot of drugs and started missing shows and got fired, and then they got Tillian, who I think yep. Pancake likes quite a lot more.
2: Gotcha. So she's a... She'll always like them, but she likes Tillian more than
1: yeah, Johnny Crack. Perfect. That's that's what I was driving at. So I got out of work on Wednesday late, and um, the concert was like... The venue opened at 6.30, which we... I knew they weren't going to start at 6.30. Um... <laughs> I was like, "Is there an opener?" Because I was like, "Oh no, we're gonna be late. Oh no," because we were like rushing, and it was really far from my house. And so we got we got to my place and um, popped a couple edibles and um, proceeded to call an Uber. So we called an Uber and went up to the Mission Ballroom. And um, <laughs> this was such a disaster disastrous night. The the Uber dropped us off at the wrong place because if you in denver i guess if you type mission ballroom in it, there are two places called mission ballroom and it we went to the wrong one and so the uber drops us off the lady in the uber driver spoke absolutely no english at all it was like it was a hispanic woman not a word of english and this is going to be important <laughs> later in the story um and we get out and there's like other people there and they're like where the hell is it because <laughs> i guess Uber or Google screwed over many people that day, or I guess the the, the Uber app screwed over many people, or whatever app you're using. And uh, we're like, I'm like, oh my god, it's like 6:40 at this point, and you know, pancakes freaking out because, oh my god, we're gonna miss the show, and she's distraught because she really loves dance Gavin dance, and and I call another I call another Lyft immediately, and they arrive and they. The second lift takes us quite a bit further to the mission ballroom, which is up, which is way in the middle of fucking nowhere in Denver. Um, we get out, and I'm buzzing on my edible, and um, supposedly she was not. I don't know. Edibles are kind of, kind of a crapshoot, honestly, because it depends a lot on your digestion. And so we get there, and um, you know they got all the merchandise laid out. The Mission Bar is a very nice venue. It's like they have a they have a very nice stage with a big general admission floor and then there's like um, stadium seating where people can go if they want to like sit down and then there's like a balcony area that has that has a second bar up on the balcony and there's a very large area up there where you can hang out up top if you want to. And um, but a very nice venue, honestly. And we realized that th- uh, that I did not have my car keys. (laughs) I was like, I had, don't, I do not. I had all these things in my pocket that I needed to protect. Pancake pancake her ID a a few months ago and still hasn't been able to get one because the DMV in Colorado is an absolute disaster. And so I had her passport with me and I had my, my phone and I had my car keys and the car keys were gone and the car keys have my apartment key on it and it has my the car keys my car keys as well which is less important honestly and because i have an extra set of keys and um i'm just like honestly in all frankness just totally freaking out um the combination of like being uh late and you know having just general anxiety and you know it, you know to start with and then not having the keys and then having being under the influence i was just like wigging out hardcore like i almost I almost wanted to just like leave the venue and just sit outside for the whole night and just do nothing. Um, just and and oh our no. phone and we had one phone at nine percent and the other phone was at like fifty percent battery. And we took two Ubers, one um, from each phone, and so we didn't know which phone had the keys. We didn't know which Uber the key was lost in. And so I'm freaking out. I'm talking to the bartender. I'm high out of my mind. I'm trying to figure he's like oh we have the cable but not the little block for it i'm thinking you don't have a fucking computer back there with a usb port like hook me up man i'm dying here like if this phone if this one phone at nine percent dies we are never getting this key back tonight no one's getting in their apartment you know it's going to be a fucking disaster like it was very bad so i'm literally in full-on like just spiraling in anxiety wigging out um Credit to, to Pancake, who has worse anxiety than me. He was very calm and collected, waiting in the endless merchandise line to get her brother a shirt. <laughs> it was like the longest line you've ever seen. It was probably at 200 people long. And there were a lot of shirts sold that night. And um, so I, he's like, maybe the bar upstairs has a uh, has, has block. I think they have a block up there. And I, so I go upstairs I'm talking to this guy. He's like, bro, I don't know what you're talking about, man. And so he looks around. There's no block. I'm like, oh, my God. So, we come back downstairs, and the the lady who did not speak English at all said basically said that um, she had the keys on on the phone that had, like, 4% battery at this point. And I'm like, okay. So, I, I try calling her. It's really loud in there. She can't understand me. Uh, and so, the phone is going to die. So, I basically, I go to, like, the security room, and I'm, you know... Incoherent and and I'm like I managed to let I explain the situation. They're very nice. They let me charge the phone in the security room while I uh while you know I try to communicate with this woman. Meanwhile, I'm like I can't sit in the security room 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 all night because Pancake's gonna get through the line and then she's gonna wander off and I'm never gonna find her. And she has no phone because I have her phone too. So I have to like go out find her, tell her what's up, go back to go back to the security room. And we managed to contact this lady um, and had a, an absolute brutal time getting her to understand, just meet us at the Mission Ballroom. It was like unbelievable. Send her the address. We're talking, using Google Translate. Um, the security people, you're not allowed to leave the venue once you're in there. So the, so the venue, <laughs> this is such a disaster. It just keeps on getting worse and worse. <laughs> so, so like we go out, the security people are like, okay, they, they tell the people at the front like what's up and... Uh, you know, and so they let us out and then we were sitting we're sitting out there way the fuck out there. We're like they're triaging people in cars. We're like the where where people are split off for Uber and then like parking lot and the lady's like, she can't find it. <laughs> it's like this is by this time by by this point it's like eight thirty. We've been there for two hours, but Dance Gavin Dance had three openers and they weren't gonna actually come on until like almost ten PM. So I was like, We shouldn't have worried about being late at all to begin with, but Nice, I, yeah. I, I had a hunch, right? And the bands, the band that went right before Dance Gavin Dance was pretty solid. We'll get to that in a minute. Um, but Ooh, yeah, I'm
2: very interested to hear what bands we missed out on. Um, I'm gonna have to look but we'll up. we'll get to that. Yeah, they I'll look it up know. while you keep on going. All
1: right, look up their openers because the third opener was good. It was they were they were worth listening to. Um, so then like the ladies like, oh, I'm parked and I'm gonna. She's like, I'm parked. I don't know where you. I don't know where you are. I'm like, like you drive Uber. You can't fucking find the Mission Ballroom? you got to be kidding me. It's, like, a huge venue. The building is, like, massive. It'd be like not being able to find, like, a hockey arena. (laughs) It's like this lady is just inept beyond words. And so, like, she's, like, parked six blocks away or something at, like, a Pepsi bottling center. So we walk, like, probably over a mile each way to this bottling center. And finally, at, like, probably around 9 o'clock, walking in this... The sketchy fucking area because Denver is a dump. Like everywhere in Denver is just a disaster area. It's so so just ghetto everywhere. I feel like I'm gonna get mugged everywhere I go. Um, except for the actual area where I live is nice by, and that was by design. But um, we finally get the keys, <laughs> and I'm like, okay, we got to do a reset because this was supposed to be like a magical night. You know, the tickets we waited for like over a year because this because this was postponed two times. because because of COVID. We start heading back to the venue with the keys. And, you know, I was really not in my right mind. You know, I get up to the door. I'm, I'm talking to this guy at the, like, where they're letting people in. And by the way, it was all vaccination card Uh, dependent upon for you getting in people were at the front were pissed they're like fuck this i didn't know i had to have a vaccine card blah 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 i'm like well you know i mean like do i think you do i agree with like you know having your vaccine scanned or whatever that's a that's one issue but like it does say on the ticket thing that you have to have your vaccine card so not don't like it's your own fault um and like talking to this guy at the front about like how the security said we could come back in. We were just out trying to get our car keys. And I found I realized like after I tell this whole story that it was like a it was like a straight up like like sheriff. <laughs> I thought he was just like the security for the building. And he's like, Well, what do you want me to do about it, man? Just go get in line. <laughs> it's like, oh God. It's like, I am not. I am not all here. We go back in. I'm like, we gotta do a reset. So we go to the front and we get a couple mixed drinks. They were eighteen bucks each. <laughs> so oh, my so god crazy isn't that insane um yeah i still bought them i'm like whatever you know we need we got to spice up the night they were they were good it was just like pineapple juice and tequila which i think which is a good drink for me i, I like that quite a lot but you know they 36 bucks for two drinks is like what well, well, an unbelievable price by comparison you can buy
0: a whole handle of tequila for that much money
1: exactly yeah by comparison we went to this place called Pindustry here today for like lunch and they and we got two bloody mary's and and a mimosa for 19 because it was having like lunch special so um so we got the t-shirt we got the keys you know nearly three hours after the night had started we finally make it to the to the ballroom floor, and the third opener had just begun. And it was like this progressive rock um, band with no... Polyphia? They had no vocals. I'm not really sure. Sh- Polyphia. Yeah, they had no vocalist. It was just like these very long, like crazy... It was quite good, though. Like, their, song was, their songs were pretty good. I like... Uh, Pancake and I both decided they were really good. And then Dance Gavin Dance is about to begin and so I, I've i never been at a concert like this before um, clearly this is not this is not like your normal you sit in a seat or stand around and just kind of vibe concert um, people were like cutting through the, the crowd on the, on the floor because it was all just standing room and and Pancake's very adept at this so you basically like her move is to like when someone's cutting through you just follow them and act like you're with them and just wherever they go you go and then eventually you end up at the front and it was, it worked. By the time they started, we were like in the third row, um, so we were probably like ten feet from the stage. And um, it was really wild. Like it's probably like ten o'clock. The floor is covered in trash and sweat and um, liqu- um, drinks, and um, <clears throat> like it was just the whole ballroom floor was just a giant mosh pit, pretty much for the for most of the night. There were I think three or th- maybe three mosh pits. There was a really big one in the middle. Um, and I'm like, I've never been in a mosh pit before. So like uh, Pancake is like she's like 50 pounds lighter than me, but like, she's <laughs> it's like getting in there and throwing her body around. And I'm like, I'm like pushing her back in, pushing her back in. I, I went in a few times. Like I some guy headbutted me right above my, my left eye slammed me right in my eye socket. That hurt pretty bad. I've got a bruise. Oh Yeah. I've got that a bruise on under, a small like bruise underneath of, of one, one of my eyelids. Um, for a guy he must've hit me. I didn't even know. Uh, some guy was like pinwheeling. These people are crazy. They're like, he just doesn't even care what he's like drunk and high out of his mind. He's just like flailing his arms and spinning. He's like one of literally the guy came about like three inches from just full on backhanding me with all of his like physical strength right in my face. He just, I could feel the wind like from his hand, just miss my face. Um, I got blown off my feet once onto that floor. Um, uh, and people are very kind. Actually, when you get knocked down, they are very like serious about it like they are immediately people are helping you up um i i, I tied my shoes once because like you know it's a fucking disaster on there on the floor and immediately everybody was like oh are you okay are you okay i'm like bro i'm just tying my shoe <laughs> it's like but apparently that's like a no-no i guess you should go to mosh pits and with velcro on and um but it, it was a wild you need night the uh, the sneakers that light up when you step so people <laughs> know where you're at <laughs> Dude, it was crazy, man. It was people were body surfing. Like every five seconds, someone came over top and was like body surfing. Um, you know, it's always nice when some guy like f- like falls onto your head, the back of your head while you're standing there. I'm like, Jesus Christ, man. I just, I just had a 160 pound man just fall on my head. You know, I like lift him back up and push him forward. And then the security's up, up front, like catching people because I guess they're just falling onto the floor when the, where the crowd ends. And I guess going to the back of the room. But the band was really good. Um, I it's the it's the it's the screaming guy that makes people go crazy. Like like they're just like play they're just playing playing. No one's moshing, and then when the guy starts screaming, people just go crazy. It's like his voice is like some kind of like a drug that just makes people lose their fucking minds. Um, makes people
2: t- a mess, if you will. Yeah, because <laughs> the guy's
1: out. last name is yeah. Yeah, the guy's lyrics make no sense, and um, this guy's they're li- very funny though. Yeah, his lyrics are like, let's go make French fries in the snow and all this crap. It's fucking doesn't make, but like, um, it was really a good thing that we were all vaccinated, honestly, because I was just covered in like drinks and like people's sweat and like, who knows what else? I mean, it was honestly disgusting. Um, but you know, when you're, I was honestly like, like probably 70% of the way down from the edible at that point and the drink, I didn't really feel it. So, but, but, um, it was a lot of fun, you know, I, I'm, I probably was in the mosh pit five or six times. I didn't body surf. We we didn't do that. But the band was really good. They sound pretty much the same uh, in per, in real in in person as they do on like their records or whatever. So that was nice. Um, and uh, honestly, the drink prices were fun. I mean, it's like the tickets were cheap. I mean, I think the general admission tickets were like forty bucks. And it's like you know, I mean, if you go to like the Final Fantasy concert or something, you're gonna pay a hundred bucks a ticket probably. And um, So, you know, the 58 bucks a ticket or whatever, plus the Uber, I think I spent like a hundred bucks. It wasn't that bad. Um, and then after the show, there were a bunch of food trucks outside and I was just like really happy that the night ended up being okay in the end because I was literally like getting ready to have a a mental breakdown for, for, for real. Um, and, uh, and I got like a, what did I get? A cheeseburger with like an egg on it and some fries and. You know, we called the Uber, and we called another Uber and went home and <laughs> just burned the clothing. I haven't worn those same shoes shoes yet. I think I'm about to throw them out. <laughs> they are, they're stiff with whatever. I don't know what they're about. Ew. I don't know what's on them, but the shoelaces are, like, crunchy. Um, oh, boy. They are crunchy. <laughs> what a like, story. Like, literally, like, you're trying to, like, the, the crowd is crushing you the whole time. Like, they'll crush the stage, and I don't know if you guys have – I've never been to a concert like this, so I don't. I presume Mason oh, yeah. has. I don't know about. Yeah, I've been to tons like this. <laughs> so, but like they're crushing the stage. I'm, I'm stronger than most people, I think, because I I do weight lift like every week, and so I'm trying to hold these fucking people back, but like you can't because the floor is so slick. It's like you're standing on ice. That's how much liquid was on the on the on the ground, and you just slide. You can't. There's no traction to hold you back, especially in like those shoes I was wearing were useless but they are Yeah, you don't bring your good kicks
2: to a metal show
1: no the, well these things unless are you real, bring your good kicks for the mosh pit these uh sh- these shoes were very old and they need to be replaced anyway but yeah but it was a lot of fun um never like i've been to like a few coheed concerts it is not like that they no didn't, no 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 no, didn't no get crazy like that um <laughs> but uh and it was just the crowd was just thick with pots with pot smoke i mean it was just everybody was smoking pot in there um you know, you can just smell it in the air heavily. You know, it's almost like you were going to get high no matter what you did in there because this is Denver. And but um, you know, no one was like fighting. No one. There were no like po- there was really no police anywhere doing anything. Nobody got arrested that I could tell. Um, I haven't heard anything about anybody getting really sick. Like it, it was just a good time. And and uh, other than the people at the door that were pissed because they couldn't get in because they didn't have their fucking vaccine cards. Like it's like bro. Like it was it was made very clear you needed the vaccine card to get in, you know, whether you agree with it or not, it was a rule. (laughs) It's like, and honestly, when you're like a human liquid mold in there, like if, 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 if none of us were vaccinated and like, like let's say 10% 10% of the people in there had COVID, everybody was getting that shit. Because that was a fucking... We were basically like... The whole crowd was like making love with itself in there. It was like so much liquid flying around. Yeah,
2: it's it's just one organic body that yep. like moves together.
1: Yeah, so... Um, that's Yeah, that's, well, that's a metal show, my dude. I'm but, glad you uh, had fun. But like I said on the Discord, like it was somewhat therapeutic to be in there. Because after like two years of... N- not even knowing if events like this would ever happen again. It was, it was pretty therapeutic to, to be in there with just other people and just doing something like that. whether it's your, whether it's your scene or not, it was, to me, it was like a therapeutic experience to experience, to to be doing all that. So it was fun. We recovered from what was honestly a, uh, like, (laughs) like traumatic almost traumatic experience. That first half, like, you know having to go around and and like beg people for help when you're out of your out of your mind is uh is yeah not not too good but anyway i've taken up what 20 minutes now or something of this so i am going to pass so i
2: actually want to interrupt and just add one little thing onto this story because i looked up the openers and unfortunately most of these bands are really good so you miss some great stuff So, for people listening, here's my one song recommendation for each band. Okay. Uh, Check out Eidola. E-I-D-O-L-A. That was, like, the first band. They did a song, like, check out their song, Tete Thai. That's pretty good. It's a banger. Um, Another band is called Vela Maya, which is, like, my hometown Chicago boys. They're way heavier, but they have a song called Mikasa. And if you're like, is that Mikasa from Attack on Titan? Yes, it is. What? So check out that song.
0: They wrote a song about Mikasa?
2: They have a whole album where each song is about a like strong like female character from fiction. And yeah, one of them is called Mikasa. That's crazy. <laughs> so it starts off, it's got some heavy vocals, but it does like a clean chorus. It's very catchy, so check that one out. Uh, Polyphia, which... Mitsugi mentioned he caught. Yeah. Uh, definitely instrumental. I'd say check out their song, Goat, G-O-A-T. It's a very simple song, but if you know, like, music theory, they're doing some insane things. Mm-hmm. And then, obviously, Dance, Give, and Dance, I'd recommend probably Chucky versus the Giant Tortoise as a good, like, feel for all their different styles.
1: Pancake likes Death of a Strawberry and... Okay, the robot with human hair and some other songs, but yeah, yeah, I um the polyphia I guess was the one that we caught. That was the third one, and yep. uh, it, I was grooving on it. It was very like progressive. sort I thought most of the songs. It's very
2: put... noodly and meandering, yeah. but it's very much a musicians band.
1: Yeah, but yeah, they yeah they were they were quite good. So but you know what didn't ma- didn't matter i got the car keys i got the keys cuz um, there was no other, there was no way for us to get in the house oh and i called the apartment complex and this is their this is their this is their answer to oh i lost my keys fuck you call blacksmith that's what they said on their recording like we don't help you go fuck yourself <laughs> i was like oh my god well that's not going to happen anyway let's move on i want to hear about the, i want to hear about this bridal shower and i'm going to take 3 guesses at things that ladies would have at a bridal shower
0: okay you want to guess
1: At some point, mimosas were consumed on this bridal shower trip.
0: Are you going to give your second guess? Or do you want me to confirm or deny that?
1: Confirm that one. Mimosas are Okay,
0: well, there was a bubbly bar in which somebody could make a mimosa, but that wasn't automatically provided. You had to put it together.
1: I'll count that. When it's
0: just champagne and orange juice, it's not that hard. (laughs) you
1: have any guesses, Mason?
2: Oh, I figured you would take three guesses and if you got one of them wrong, I would get a guess to take all the
1: points. Um, it's I would say I've never been to a bridal shower, obviously, but were I, I I imagine that someone gave like a stuffed animal as a gift.
0: There was no stuffed animals, but there was a blanket oh, that my oh. nana knitted for my sister.
1: Oh, okay. And of course Was your
2: nana at the bridal shower? Yeah. Okay. That's gonna definitely change my like mindset of what to guess.
1: Um, yeah, so was there, like, a, a, a big pee-peed man coming out of a cake? With his <laughs> no, body? that's that a bachelorette party. That is not for a bridal shower.
0: Uh, yeah, that may be for a bachelorette party, <laughs> not all of them necessarily, because that's not something that we did for our bachelorette party. Oh, come party, on, no
1: banana hammock? The,
0: no, because the bridal shower is for, like, friends and family. It's like... Oh, really?
2: And none of them have like big Your pee-pee? mom is that's there, your grandmothers are
0: there, your aunts are there, your cousins, and well, so it's not... It's not like an all like it's not like a huge party where you get a stripper. Oh,
1: well, Nana can get down. Come on. I'm mm- sure Nana would appreciate big pee pee. Nana would appreciate a banana. Yeah, I mean, uh, it's I in the name. I'd rather
0: not put that thought it's in my head. It's in okay. the
1: name, Caroline. Anyway. <laughs> so Mason,
0: any guesses? Tell your story. Um.
2: <laughs> no, uh, we already got to the punchline of whatever joke was. To be uncovered, tell us the story of how the bridal shower went.
0: Uh, Well, it was was a lot of work, (laughs) but um, we got through it. This last week was especially crazy because we were trying to get all these decorations together. My mom kept on spending money on different things that she wanted to put together for the shower. So we had it at my aunt's house, which is like two and a half hours away in New Jersey. Um, We had it in her backyard. We got a tent and all these tables and that kind of stuff. So my mom and I, we went there on Friday night, had to deal with the Jersey traffic, and that was horrible. And, um, yeah, we started putting together flower vases and these little Prosecco bottles we were giving away and all these decorations we were trying to, you know, account for. And finally, the next morning, we got to work. Like, it was all hands on deck. My My other sisters came. Um, you know, my cousins came, everybody got together and we started putting up all these decorations. You'd be surprised on how long it takes to get these little paper, um, decorations uh, on the tent. Like, they're kind of like these hanging, uh, puff balls. Like, you've seen them at different parties. Like, you know, they're made out of, like, tissue paper. You separate the, and it becomes, like, a little ball that you can hang from the top of the tent. Uh, you'd be surprised on how long it takes to unravel those. But we did it. We got... So much food. Oh, my God. Like <laughs> platters and platters of sandwiches and egg rolls and dumplings and chips. And oh, my God. It was just so much. And also, we had our bubbly bar, as I mentioned before. So we got Prosecco bottles. Way too many Prosecco bottles. Like we went through a ton of Prosecco. And what is we had Prosecco? Wine. wine? It's like champagne. Oh, I see. Um, But, yeah, we had that and I made a sangria. I'd never made sangria before, but my sister wanted to have an apple cider sangria. And I'm like, okay, I can, do, I can figure that out. So I got this recipe online and uh, it's pretty simple. So I'll give you the recipe. It is a bottle of Pinot Grigio or Sauvignon Blanc, but I guess you don't really have to bother which, which white wine you like the most. So we went with Pinot Grigio. You got apple cider, of course, Uh, A bit of apple brandy and oranges and apples cut up and thrown in there. And then you let that sit for at least a few hours so all the flavors can infuse the sangria. And then I made that the night before. Then the next day we um, put that all together. We put that out. And when you take whatever sangria you'd like, you can top it off with ginger beer and a cinnamon stick if you'd like. So... It oh, turned wow. out so good. I am so proud of that. yeah <laughs> like i I wasn't not sure how badly I was thinking I would mess this up for some reason. I thought it'd be a lot harder than putting a literal bottle of wine into a dispenser with all that other stuff. It's not that hard, but I really thought I was gonna mess it up somehow. but yeah, it turned out well. and um it was well liked, I think. but yeah, so we had games like who like between my sister and her fiance, who would be? The best dancer, who ah. said "I love you first, that kind of thing, and we had like fifteen dollar Dunkin' gift cards to give away, and um, we also did, of course, presents. There were a lot of those, and we just ate and drank uh, and were merry a little bit too much. <laughs> By nine o'clock, we were so so tired. Like it was only this party; it was only supposed to be from one o'clock to four. And that's when a lot of people started leaving, Started leaving, but some of the family members stuck around for a long while. And then, of course, everyone that lives at my aunt's house, like my cousins, and um, we were staying overnight, too. So we were just hanging out until like nine o'clock, and we were just falling asleep. <laughs> so yeah, it was a long, long day, and it was difficult. But we're done, and now we can just look forward to the wedding in which we don't have any planning duties to take care of.
1: Weddings are so crazy. There's like five parties.
0: I know. It really is a, an experience. <laughs> it's, it's, it's just like the parties are so ingrained into the experience of having a wedding. There's no way of getting around them. And it's not that I dislike having parties. It's just it's a lot to take care of yeah. in terms of money and planning. And yeah, it's a lot.
1: But it sounds like you had yeah, a good was, time.
0: Yeah, it was good. I mean, it was just very hot yesterday. And then also, I ate so much i got a stomach ache but was still eating and i was just like why am i doing this to myself Because it's, and it's a party. all because it's just the food was so good and i just could not help it so well, yeah i'm sure and you're we just- i only just i only just got back not too long ago actually like 3 3:30 we got back and then wow. now we're doing this so yeah it was a, it, it, i didn't really get a chance to really chillax that much but
1: Well, I'm glad you're, I'm I'm sure your sister's very happy, so that's good.
0: Yeah, me too.
1: Okay, well, anything else before we move on to some video
0: games? I think that's basically it.
1: Well, we're glad you had a good time. Mason. Hello, hello. I know you're excited. I don't know, maybe not. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, not not, not a ton.
2: This was kind of a low-key week for me. Um, we were here. I, I heard of this game. Yeah, so Mandy talked about this game, I don't even know how long ago, but this is a two-player puzzle game you can find. There's a couple different like entries into the series, but this one is the free version that you can play on Steam, so I like free, it's what I live for. So me and a friend, you know, we needed something to play. So we decided to give this game a shot. And it's like a two hour. I should say one and a half if you're good. Three hour if you're having trouble puzzle game where you, you know, are not solving puzzles in the same room. But like you need to use clues in the room that you're locked in mixed with the clues in the room your partner is locked in mm. to try to overcome challenges. So and it's like, just, like a
0: double escape room. Is that like yes,
2: split it No, no. So it actually very much relies on you not being able to see what your partner has going on. Because a lot of them are just like, there's a bunch of weird shapes on the wall. So you need to like, through a walkie-talkie, try to describe what shapes you see. So they try to like, Take your description and match it to the shapes they see and then try to describe them back to you and work around different time constraints or puzzles or maps or sorts of things. So it very much relies on you not interacting with them in the same room, because even if you're in the same room as one another and you uh, like aren't looking at their screen, part of the challenge is that the communication isn't over a phone device, but over a walkie talkie. So when you are hitting the button to talk to them, they can't talk to you. So like you have to do the my my wall says elephant looking sign over or like just try, like communicate okay. that you're done speaking. So it's, you're not like talking over one another.
1: So but it's so it's not local co-op.
2: No, I don't think you could do it on the same system. OK. You'd want two different computers or laptops. And it's a very easy game to run. And it takes like a minute to download. And it, like I said, there are multiple installments, but we did this one because it was free and it was an all right time. This was like fun. Yeah, this is a a,
1: puzzle escape rooms or some shit.
2: Yep, yep. And we only died like twice.
0: Yay, we kind of.
2: You just like, you'll go into a room and it starts like filling with water.
0: Oh, that's, that's so, (laughs) I don't, (laughs) that's a lot of pressure.
2: Yeah, well, it's really kind of interesting because, for example, I was often the one like in the danger rooms. There's kind of two different roles you play on the team. And one of them, I had to like help my person help me. But one of them, there was nothing for me to do. It was literally just me in the room. While hoping my partner was figuring it out on their side. So I was just, like, letting them know, like, hey, I'm this close to death. I'm this close to death. How's it going over there? With, like, no idea what they were having to figure out. So I'm kind of, like, curious to go on YouTube and watch a video from their perspective on what they were having to do.
1: Would it be fun to play the game again, like, on the other side, like, as the other person? Or would it be pointless because you already know all the puzzles?
2: I'm sure there would be some level of enjoyment. Like, if you waited long enough. But, like, the, the puzzles do change, like, slightly, so, like, the answers aren't always the same. But the way you come to the answers is probably similar,
1: you know? Oh, I see.
2: So, like, eventually there's, like, a labyrinth maze that they guide me through with some sort of map that they had to figure out. So, maybe if I played, I would know, like, hey, I'm looking for some sort of map, and I know kind of what the labyrinth would look like from the person I'm helping with. So it, it would certainly be advantageous, but I'm sure there'd, it'd still be somewhat fun. Or you just buy the other installments in the series and pony up the big bucks to do it all over again. But it was it was, it was a good enough time. For two hours and free, I'd say give it a shot.
1: Well, because you love free, Mason.
2: I do love free, but even more than free... Uh, is things that cost money. And after years, years of putting it off, I finally caved and bought the Bloodborne DLC. Oh, okay. So, you know, Bloodborne, the From Software game that came after Dark Souls 2, uh, probably one of my favorite games of that series, if not just, like, in general. It's a top-tier game, and I love it. And I've long heard that the DLC for that, retailing at $20 for a long time besides flash sales, and still $20 to this day, uh, is like, I've heard that DLC is some of the best content in that game. And definitely worth it by everyone who's ever purchased it. And as someone who just has not ever really bought DLC, I've been like, eh, eh I don't know, is it really worth it? So I never did it. Hmm. And then at some point it became, you know, those games also are best experienced on your first time through when you don't know where things are and you're more frightened and you're trying to figure stuff out.
1: It is so, kind of like, a spooky even if we, game, sort of.
2: It is, yeah. So even if we never got a new Bloodborne game, I could be like, at least I have new content waiting for me if I ever wanted to do it. And... But I've been, you know, it is coming up on October, a very spooky month. And I figured, oh, this is a good time to redo a Bloodborne run. And I was like, maybe, maybe if it goes on sale, if the DLC goes on sale, I'll buy it and lump that in with my next run. And I checked and DLC is still $20. And I said, okay, I'm not buying it. And I checked like a couple days later and it was $20. And I'm like, ah, nope. Nope, I held off <laughs> this long, and then what do you know, but pretty recently, it's down to nine ninety nine, so half <laughs> off, and I was like, you know what, <sighs> that's pretty good, I'll take it's that. It's not going to so, get
0: any cheaper than that.
2: Yeah, exactly, so I bought some DLC for Bloodborne, and now in October, I will begin anew playing that game with now actual new content to delight me. So I am looking forward to that.
1: Is this the DLC that had the fire? Mo- like, there's a monster in Bloodborne that beat my ass many times from until I beat it. Um, it's a monster up in the chapel. I don't know if this is a spoiler or not, but when you like at a certain point in the fight, you 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 when his health gets gets to a certain amount, he like gets cut in half and he starts leaking like lava out of his upper body and he like drags himself around the floor with his arms and it like traps you in the lava basically i can't remember if that's the dlc or not but that fucking boss was that like
2: one of the like the dungeons like the optional like palaces that are like procedurally generated no
1: no 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 that's this is like okay that might be dlc then (laughs) yeah he's fucking hard man he beat me i i must have died at least 30 times trying that guy (laughs) he i mean not interesting
2: yeah i've heard the dlc has the hardest bosses in the game so
1: I mean, I'm I'm not like especially good at these types of games. Um, what I would say is, you definitely should do the procedurally generated dungeons because the true final boss of the game is in at the bottom of at the bottom of them. So.
2: Oh yeah, I've definitely I've already got the the platinum in Bloodborne. Like I've played okay. through this game so, like so plenty you, of times. So you played the just so you the played DLC. the
1: woman then who gives birth or whatever. It has like the miscarriage or whatever.
2: Oh, for the the one like unborn or whatever they call yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You actually yeah. have to
1: fight the, the mother at the bottom of the yeah. Well that's cool. I hope you enjoy it. I, I I can't remember if I if I played that or not. I mean it's been so long, but Bloodborne was so good. It <laughs> the game really is, is phenomenal. So all these
2: Dark Souls I, uh, games are great. Excited to get back to it. So uh yeah, October will be back to the Bloodborne uh fun time. The fun house, if you will.
1: I'm probably gonna scoop up this new Tails game here at some point. Um the Tales games are like very hit or miss. Uh, they've been bad. They've been like they've been between like every, they've done everything from being amazing to being like just dreadful, to being just like just generic anime garbage. Um, but this new one has like some of the most ridiculous user scores I've ever seen for a game. Like online, like it has like a like a nine point four user score on Metacritic. It's like almost impossible. Like it's like that's like. You know, I don't even know, like Breath of the Wild, that probably doesn't even have a 9.4 user score on Metacritic. So this Tales of Arise, this new game, is pretty uh, pretty tempting. And there's a playable demo of it that I'm probably going to grab up here just to try it out. Uh, uh, Breath of the Wild's got fucking ridiculous scores. Oh, nope, Breath <laughs> of the Wild has an eight, has an 8.7 user score. So, yeah. But a 9.97 meta score, so... So I'm gonna grab that up here. Might check that out here in the next uh, next in the month next month or so. But oh, all right, nice. guys, let's peace out here and uh, head over to our main podcast. We got a we got a busy show. We got lots of stuff to do. Yeah, yeah we do, do. indeed. And we got to talk about there. this fucking anime crazy shit. All right, guys, <laughs> thanks for supporting the podcast. As always, we do love you, and I hope you have a great time listening to the rest of our stuff this week. See you later. Bye.
0: See ya. Bye.